through the dark into great discoveries. Through his experiments and other investigations, Darwin systematically gathered data testing his evolutionary ideas. Beginning with his geological works in the 1840s, his experimentizing and other pursuits provided invaluable material that bolstered his arguments. His pace picked up considerably in the 1850s when his experiments became behind-the-scenes efforts to look into nature as no one had before through the lens of evolution and natural selection. Darwin referred to the origin of species as one long argument, but we should step back and consider his entire post-origin opus in precisely the same way, one longer argument. After the origin, he published myriad papers and some ten books on orchids, domestication, human evolution, climbing plants, animal behavior, carnivorous plants, flower structure, and earthworms. The topics are far-ranging, yet all of a piece in support of a grand vision, many involving a prodigious number of homespun experiments and other projects. Beyond the fun of coming to know Darwin as a worm-whisperer, chaser of bees, and fly-trap fancier, this book, too, has a serious point to make. Darwin's experiments instruct, as well as entertained. Novel, amusing, at times hilarious, yes, but they also shine a spotlight on science as a process. Darwin was a prototypical MacGyver figure, sleuth of the sandwalk, his gravelly thinking path at Down House, he shows how real insights into nature can be gained with simple tools at hand in yard, garden, or woodland. Modern visitors to Down House, ably managed by English heritage, can see several of these experiments replicated in the meticulously restored gardens, greenhouses, and grounds. The deeper message here is that Darwin's experiments provide object lessons and blueprints for how science works. By and large, these experiments can be done here and now in any schoolyard, backyard, classroom, or kitchen. Anyone can be an experimentizer like Darwin and learn how to look a bit more closely at the natural world. In this regard, Darwin's experiments are an untapped resource that has been staring us in the face for a century and a half. At a time of much hand-wringing over the teaching of evolution and critical thinking in science— one invaluable resource for helping to communicate the essence of scientific inquiry, has been all but overlooked. It is none other than the field's founder, Darwin himself. In Darwin's Backyard, I show how we can draw upon Darwin in exploring nature and better understanding evolution and how science works. Taking a thematic approach, this book thus has dual goals— First, I aim to take readers on a journey to see Darwin and his remarkable insights through the lens of his family life, his expansive curiosity at work, and how family, friends, and a wider circle of naturalists were an integral part of this process. This very human Darwin, with his homespun experiments, is not the Darwin that most people are familiar with. Yet without appreciating this side of him, neither the man nor his achievements are to be fully understood. Second, I aim to show how Darwin's method has relevance today, how his backyard experiments can be your backyard experiments. To this end, I offer up a menu of Darwin-inspired experiments, using that term inclusive of Darwin's observational projects as well as those more experimental in method. 
Where did Darwin's penchant for experimentizing come from? Though his no-nonsense father once despaired that his bug-collecting, horse-riding son would never amount to much, Charles Darwin clearly came by his philosophical turn of mind honestly. After all, his grandfather, Erasmus Darwin, was a famed physician and poet, with an inventive mind so fertile that the poet Samuel Taylor Coleridge coined the term Darwinizing to describe his brand of wild speculation. Coleridge considered Erasmus to be the most inventive of philosophical men, and his grandson was certainly cut from the same cloth. To understand the evolution of this experimentizer, we will start with his first forays into science as a kid, in league with his beloved older brother Erasmus, his grandfather's namesake, and their sometimes disastrous chemistry experiments. We'll meet, too, Darwin as a college student, making sense of the natural world from Edinburgh to Cambridge.